Today, a passionate and dedicated youth leader, Templeton Sawyer, will be joining us. Inspiration, leadership, and personal development are at the core of his work. As Atlantic Business Magazine, 30 Under 30 Innovators nominee in Atlantic Canada, Templeton strives to empower communities and push daily towards inspiration. Now let's get into the discussion. I think it's important to, you know, just create a raw, authentic space right. for persons to get to know more about you. Can you tell us a little more about who is Templeton and what is his journey to Atlantic Canada? So Templeton Sawyer is an island boy, grew up all the way in a smaller island of the Bahamas called Trenchiki Abaco, and he spent his whole, I would say, primary school years and then moved to the capital um, of Nassau. And that part is where his leadership started. And I always try to say that my leadership started in that area of high school because I got the opportunity to be ex exposed to public speaking, um, leadership abilities, um, and positions that I've held at my school as prefect, um, head boy, um, which is one of the British um, way of saying that you're a student administrator um, at your school. Um, so giving those opportunities have allowed me to push in some struggles that I faced a lot um, during my academics. I still allowed my leadership to be the louder voice um, in order to push forward and to get where I am today. So Templeton, a lot of times it's very difficult to strike the balance between academics and leadership. There, I know there are persons in school who do better in leadership than academics. Right. Who or what was your driving force to help you put both academics and leadership into focus? Wow. I would say my mom. Mm -hmm. I, I would say she's that type of person because she always told me, and for some reason I got upset every time she tells me that, Every time I go to her about an opportunity or a leadership opportunity, I say, yes, Tyler, but remember your education and your books come first. I say, but you're not listening to the words <laughs> that I said to you about the leadership opportunity. And I say, like, but mommy, and, and so I'm, I'm seeing why she's instilled in me and say, focus on your education because you need both to align. And because she is an educator, mm -hmm. I feel that that's why she saw so the importance of sharing that with me. Templeton, we have so much in common. Uh, my mommy is a Caribbean educator, and I know mm. that Caribbean parents can be very strict as it relates to your academic performance mm -hmm. and your leadership. Now that we got a little to know a little about you and who was your driving force, I think it's very important to know how do you define leadership? Some persons see leadership as a person holding a position of power, a title, leading an organization, but how does Templeton see leadership? That's a great question. Um, in some ways, leadership has a lot of definition, but one of the definitions I would say is leadership is all about fairness. Mm -hmm. Leadership, you have to play the fair game right and how you're understanding how you're motivating how you're listening and being fair to those who are around you also leadership is about eating first in order to serve others and, and and that's very important you have to you have to give yourself the nutrients you have to motivate yourself in order to go out into the community to inspire people yet some people might say um that you should eat last 
and serve others first. I, I agree in some instance you should, but when it comes down to personal development, you should try to serve yourself first in order to serve the community. So that's a very interesting concept about eating first and then serving others. Could you share with us some more concrete examples of where you have you know, applied that concept of eating first? Yeah. Um, for example, uh, I worked at Teamwork Cooperative, which is an employment agency. And I always try to tell people, because they don't know how I get all my position and everything that I do, how I get it all done. And I always try to tell people within my day, try to take some focus days, some focus times scheduled in my calendar, where I settle down, regather my thoughts, and then I focus on those projects heavenly. And then if I have a set time, I, I try to do that. I, I try to push until the project is done. In between, I take breaks, but sometimes it doesn't look like I, t I took a break, but I either listen to music in my ears, that means I'm taking a break, or I try to um, just look at something, just scroll on my, on, on, my, on social media just to see what's going on in the world because I always try to keep myself um, oppressed or updated, I would say, as to what's going on in the community so yeah. so you like listening to you i could feel and i could hear your passion and not just about your personal development for, but serving people in different capacity whether it be as a lead information specialist at team or cooperative or in your community mm. could you share with me what are the most fulfilling aspects of your day what makes temperton get up and say yes i have achieved my purpose by helping the community you know what makes me happy that I, I, I get a, what makes me happy, I would say, I'm reflecting because I, I, I love to reflect when it comes down to responding. Um, what makes me happy when it comes down to making sure everything is all done is just making sure that all the tasks that you've set to do for the day or what I've set to do for the day is completed. And what ways I do that is I try to write down each task. But what makes me more happy is seeing my client's face lit up. And they're smiling and they're happy. I had a, I had a client, um, I wouldn't go into too much details, but mm -hmm. at the beginning, she, she just said, like, you made my day by just smiling. Wow. And I always, and I went on social media, actually, I say, be careful of the expression on your face because it will set the tune in your atmosphere. It, it, you, your facial expression, your tune just sets. And the thing about it, it's a funny story. Um, I was waiting on my cab driver and when I came out, I came out maybe happy with some positive energy. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, good morning, sir. I said, good morning, how are you? And so he said, just wanted to let you know you made my morning by just smiling and being positive. I didn't say a word to this guy. All I came out of the house smiling, maybe mm -hmm. after a conversation I had on the phone, and he overheard it, and it made a big impression on his face. So be careful of the surroundings. And so people is very important, and people and expression and is, is what makes me happy. That's a very good advice in terms of facial expression. Like it's mm. the really the small things that communicate the big details. So thank you for that, Templeton. Mm -hmm. 
Now, as I said before, this is a space where you're going to be raw. You're going to be authentic because right. leadership is not linear. It's not always sunshine. No. It's not always a smile on your face. No. Could you share with us those moments of challenges that mm. that really push you to the point where you said, I, I feel like giving up. Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. Please share with us those moments. Wow. <laughs> you said I can be raw, so I am yes. definitely going to be raw. Um, so I always wanted to be a part of student politics, and student politics was very important to me. Um, it still is um, for advocating for students and all that good stuff. So back in 2019, I got um, voted in as vice president of communication at my university mm -hmm. um, student union, and I must say that. At the beginning, it was very enjoyable because we, as a team, we got the collective um, part to play and all that good stuff. Um, but when it came, it became challenging when the new semester began, where there was some individuals who were um, challenging us. And sometimes it depends on the type of challenge. Like I love when students hold us accountable, but when you're actually thinking of being aggressive mm -hmm. and, and, and trying to get your message across in a in a raw, inappropriate way, it, it was tough for me. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my executives then had to, well, they were forced to resign by them. They, they themselves resigned because the environment wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. But I stayed in the midst of all the mess that was going on and I remain humble. And a lot of people ask me, say, Tyler, how, how did you stay? Why did you stay? I said, I stayed because there were several students who left sticky notes on my door to encourage me to say, keep going, keep pushing. We're seeing you. We're seeing the hard work that you're doing. And yes, there were days I remember when I was when I was threatened to be impeached because of a decision that was effective for our student body. And because one of the students um, said something in a wrong context without asking questions, mm -hmm. um, they wanted me to remove it. I said, like, no, I'm not removing it because of one student. Other students, and I always try to tell people, you, you, sh you have to make tough decisions. And my decision-making skills were very, it was challenging. Mm -hmm. I had to think about each decision I made in my role, which was really good to be thinking about decisions that you're making. But one of the things I had to think about was how is this benefiting the students? Great. And so question yeah. to that uh, impeachment impeach your impeachment yeah but i would like to know mm -hmm. decision making is very critical especially mm -hmm. in a time of crisis or challenge mm -hmm. how would you describe your leadership style are you more of a lone wolf are you a, a collaborative decision maker and how do you navigate the waters of listening to to so many voices at the table listening is key I would say listening is key, and like I say, at that impeachment, I wasn't impeached. I, 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 the, it was just a, a meeting of them 
trying to, but they, they didn't have no legitimate evidence to impeach me because they know everything, all of the evidence was right. And so based on my humility, I had to be humble. I had to show my humbleness and my vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people say, oh, you should not try to be humble. But I always say in leadership, you have to show your humility in order to let them feel guilty for um, questioning your leadership. And sometimes, yes, my leadership has been questioned a lot. Um, in, in regards to my skill of fairness, because a lot of people don't believe in listening to both sides of the story. And for me, I believe in listening to both, then not putting myself on one side, but also being in the middle to listen to both and to be a part of both conversations. And because of that, sometimes it was challenging. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was challenging. But at the end of the day, I stood my ground. I stood my values of leadership, of fairness, of advocacy, and of communication. And, and, and one of the things that's important in decision making is communication because communication makes it more effective and it makes it more possible to happen. Excellent. Mm. So what I'm getting from you, you are a values-driven person mm. and your, your your values shape a lot of not who you are, but how mm. you approach your leadership. Mm. Could you tell me like a specific moment, an event or a particular issue that you wanted to advocate for, but you personally believe that it didn't go as planned? Mm. That's a thought. Um, one of my leadership roles of being a resident advisor and had to make a decision as to um, whether I want to stay on the team mm-hmm. um, or do I want to proceed and move forward. The resident advisor position was one of the crucial um, leadership roles in the university regarding resident students and making sure that you're counseling your way through. Yes, sometimes there were some, some challenges between um, persons on the team, but that didn't stop me from serving my students and all that good stuff. Um, but I had to make the tough decision about, for myself um, in order to move forward in that way to say, hey, I have to make do what's best for me. And it worked out for the best. Um, sometimes I, I did wish I, 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 I have stayed because I wanted to empower more of the resident students, but at the end of the day, if I want to ship into another level, I had to change and adapt to that. And it was different, for sure, mm-hmm. um, because I spent basically two years in that, in two different universities, two different colleges. Wow. So what I'm getting from you is change and adaptation is mm-hmm. inevitable. And I know, depending on what kind of changes there are, a lot of us can be very fearful. Like, what are some of your strategies to overcome that fear to position you for the next level? Well, like I say, reflecting is very important. Reflecting helps me to identify the key fears and then providing some type of solutions to those fears. Um, And also seeking advice from individuals um, like yourself, um, like my mom, um, as well, and also my family members who I tend to go to for every situation. Um, or I have two best friends who I tend to ask questions about. So, yeah. So, now that you have revealed the advice part of it, that leads me to the question about support system. 
-hmm. Now, in the Caribbean, we have this saying, no man is an island, no man stands alone. At every part of our journey, even the most successful leaders, when we look at them, need a very strong support system. Mm. Tell us about your support system and how important it is to your personal and your career development. Yeah, um, my support system, I would say, is um, I have a counselor. A lot of people do know that I go to counseling because I need a space where I can <laughs> get loud, uh, express my feelings and all that good stuff. And so I, I would normally go to my counselor and express all those thoughts um, to them and then express how I'm feeling in order to move forward. And that support system has helped me a lot um, to, one, to continue to strive and also to continue to have my energy in most ways because I, I tend not to share a lot of my energy on social media, a lot of my energy to my friends, even though my friends are my support systems as well, um, but I tend not to share too much to hold them down because I know that they go through things as well. So I try to give it to the, to, to the, the person who went to school to do it <laughs> and, and, and let them actually try to um, build upon that thought to, to encourage me, so yeah. Yeah, so building on the support system now, mm. Who are those persons who believe in Templeton's leadership? They have been positively impacted. by <laughs> Yes, I know about me. But there are other persons that right, right, right. I'm really intrigued to know about, right? right? Right. Tell me, what do they think about Templeton's leadership in terms of his impact? Um, are, there, are there any stories of change? Any stories of um, impact, whether at the community level? Mm -hmm. Could it be back home in Bahamas and it mm -hmm. could be here mm -hmm. uh, in the employment services system in Nova Scotia? Yeah, yeah I, I would say that um, those persons, I would firstly mention um, the Tweet Leader New Team. Um, they are persons, I, so last month, well, mm -hmm. May of, of this year, I had a thought of gathering individuals um, to be a part of the, the Tweet the Leader New podcast team. And when I was thinking about this, I say, okay, I have to think about strong individuals, but also persons who are committed. And those individuals have so far stuck by my side and their impact motivation. Um, I can mention them, um, Shelly, who is actually um, leading our um, operations and also um, Israel, who's um, the producer, who's the main man. I call Big him my. I, I call him my boss. I would also say um, Luke, who's also um, like the strategist. Um, Sheldon as well. I can't. I can't forget Sheldon because Sheldon, Sheldon, all, all, Sheldon always helps out um, with the editing and also beats to the in-person um, recordings as well. Um, and I would say um, Raheem, who's also um, dealing with the creative side, and also we, we got recently got a new member who's joining our creative team is Ashley Hickey, mm -hmm. and so I'm pretty excited. And so we have uh, creative minds, and so they have inspired me um, through the conversations that we've had, and I've been motivating them and mm -hmm. sending them um, messages on the team. Um, in our Tweet Leader New WhatsApp group, I'll always try to encourage them to be the best version of themselves and to also take care of themselves even though while serving. And I would say at work, um, yes, 
I do have a team of, of persons who I would go to as well. And they see me as a role model as well. A lot of them has, has come to me for words of advice, just words of conversation. And it's really a humbling um, space for a lot of people to admire the work that I do because some of them saying, oh, I don't have the energy that you have to do. I say, well, it's just that you have to have the passion to do what you want to do. And don't settle with the I can, but I can do it. So I would say those two groups, but I would also say my um, school back home. Mm-hmm. Every time I go back home, I'm always giving back to my school and I'm always speaking to um, the seventh graders and those persons who struggle academically as well who are passionate about leadership. I, I encourage them and keep on to engage them to be the best that they can and to not give up and to continue to strive. It just comes down to those um, three groups, but I would say there are more individuals who see me as a role model and inspiration. I do have mentees who I mentor and I must say I, I they look up to me as well. I just take it as a humbling way. I don't take it as an ego um, way of actually um, doing this. And I must want to share that, hey, this discussion is not sharing my ego way of leadership, mm-hmm. but also sharing a journey of where I am and where, I, where I'm going and where I'm heading um, in the future. So, Excellent. So, yeah. Tempaton, sometime last year, mm-hmm. you shared a Facebook post being very open about your you overcoming bullying and mm. you using your story your personal platform to mentor persons could you just share with us a little bit more about that post and some of the persons you're mentoring back home yeah for sure um i would say yeah there were some persons who bullied me um mm-hmm. when i was in high school and i shared in that post that those persons who are who bullied me i'm bullying i mean i'm encouraging and mentoring them as well well bullying them into success that's let's just let's just uh, <laughs> so they bullied me in, into in a negative way but i'm bullying them back into success in a positive way and so it, it brings a, a a tune of where they're going and i would say a lot of persons who are mentoring who they didn't bully me, but I'm mentoring persons like Darnishka Taylor, um, Alex, um, he's a guy who I mentored back in Prince Edward Island. Um, I have a, another student, his name is Leem. I have another one, his, her name is oh, Keisha, and all that good stuff. And so there are a lot of persons who I'm mentoring, um, who, I, who I do love all dearly, but I'm not going to say all your names all at once, but you know, I have hearts towards all of you and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Like Templeton, uh, this is the part that we get more sincere and deeper into the discussion. Mm-hmm. So today, when I look at my calendar, mm-hmm. it's it's our documentary, but it also marks one year since we have met each mm-hmm. other. You mm-hmm. have been a brother to me. You have been yeah. a friend. You've been a confidant, a supporter. We work on projects together. Like, I think it's important to, like, let this audience audience know um, a little bit, not necessarily our journey, Mm -hmm. but what was your initial reaction when we met? And explain to them, how did we meet? Yeah. So I was, so normally I'm an equiting type person and all that good stuff. And actually, I connected with Tina on my way um, on a bus 
to Prince Edward Island um, to have some relaxation time. And I saw Tina's LinkedIn page and I wanted to actually connect um, in regards to the policy um, work that she does. And, and I was wanting her to be one of my mentors because I saw the passion that she's doing through her work. And we got on a call the following day after our conversation. She's scheduling on a Saturday and I was in Starbucks. Um, I can remember this clearly when Tina actually um, had a conversation with me and all that good stuff. And ever since Tina has been one of my biggest supporters and she would always try to encourage me um, to do my best and to also take care of myself. And I must say, Tina, I appreciate all the work that we've done together because, because I've seen your passion and everything. I, I've brought Tina into projects that I'm working on and I'm going to continue to do that because I value you and I don't even see you as a, I see you as a mentor. I see you as a sister, most importantly. Mm -hmm. And that sister and brotherly love um, is, is, is very important. And you always be open with me um, and all that good stuff, which is very important to help me grow. And I value you so much too, Tempeton. Yeah. You are not just a phenomenal leader, but mm. at heart, you, mm. are a, you have a very beautiful soul. Yeah. So... Uh, getting into the more exciting stuff, like, mm -hmm. I know, you, listen, every time people see you, you're always on the moon, <laughs> energetic, yeah. like, tell us what is up next for Temperton. What's next? Wow. Um, so currently we're working on just moving Tweet the Leader in You podcast into my um, actual brand of Tweet the Leader in You. And so I'm looking forward to visioning that out. Um, there's a lot of, uh, another project that I'm working on towards governance, um, which is going to be very um, gauged towards nonprofit organizations and all that good stuff. And I'll be then tagged along to do some other good stuff. Um, yeah, there's some speaking engagements that I'm trying to um, schedule and also um, plan towards. But I always try to encourage people to stay um, updated to my social media on Instagram because I use those platforms for positivity, opportunities, and connect connections. Um, so if you follow me on my LinkedIn, you get a lot of job opportunities and all, and other <laughs> posts. If you follow me on Instagram, you get my um, um, motivation, um, accomplishments, and where I'm going. And on seemingly on on Facebook as well. Twitter, I'm trying to get there, um, but I'm posting the podcast on on there as well, um, which is helping me. But that's what's next right now. Um, and I'm finishing up my um, bachelor's degree at Mount St. Vincent Ooh. University. So five more courses to go and, and then I'm actually all done. And then I'll be graduated and then I'll take maybe a year or two um, before I go on to do my master's in public policy um, to actually um, become more of an agent on a national platform. This is exciting this is amazing i'm mm. proud of you and congratulations in advance not just with your projects but mm. upon completing your bachelor's mm. degree so we want to end with a bang mm. and it's an, an announcement Temperton has made this announcement on his linkedin platform mm. but for those of you who are not connected with Temperton, mm -hmm. he was recently nominated by atlantic business magazine as top 30 under 30 innovators in Atlantic Canada. This is big. 
Chen Poton, what was your initial reaction when you got that email? I was screaming. I was actually in my office that day, and I was screaming. I was like, "What? What is this email? What? What?" Um, but initially, um, I I I give it all to um, one of my team members, Shelly, um, because we had a conversation about this and. We were actually in a meeting at the same time, and and it actually the email just popped up. It, it at the same time as we were having a conversation, I was like, "What?" And so like we were all um, jumping for joy, and I reflect a lot. I was emotional a little bit about mm-hmm. it as well because I was saying like, "Wow, I'm I'm now being nominated for something. I've always got leadership awards and recognitions, but to be nominated um for." Uh, a, an achievement of high achievement. I mean, all my achievements are pretty high, but this one brings um, to another level as well of how I'm making an impact into the community. So, so thank you so much for this time, Baton. We're gonna end with a very, very nice question, mm-hmm. and we have covered your personal journey mm-hmm. from Bahamas to Canada. Mm-hmm. You have covered who and what inspires you, your support system, mm-hmm. your stance on leadership. I think it's important for our generation and for the next. What are some of your top three to five most important lessons from your journey or any advice that you would like to pass on to our audience today? Yeah. Number one, feedback. Always be um, aware and always be appreciative for feedback um, because mm-hmm. I, I actually got my first feedback when I came to Halifax. <laughs> I never got a feedback in my life. I was like, what? What is this? It means I'm doing a horrible job. But it, did, it didn't mean I was doing and a was horrible... And who was that feedback from? May it I was ask? actually um, from um, one of my residents, uh, well, my residence manager, um, Lynn. Um, and she was, she's amazing. She's an um, awesome individual. But when she, it wasn't a negative feedback she was giving me. It was just a positive way of encouraging me to do something and, and changing it a, a different way and, and all that good stuff. And so I, I took offense um, sometime to the feedback, but that was back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're speaking about the present moment, how I reflect that feedback is very important mm-hmm. in order to help me, in order to help people to move forward. You have to be open to feedback in order to grow. The second one, I would say is listen. Mm-hmm. Listening is very important. Um, sometimes I used to be that type of person where I would not even listen to the individual, but I would go beyond the conversation and talk, talk, talk until I'm done, but then don't want to give the other person a chance. And that's not leadership. It's like you're mm-hmm. encouraging people to do better, but you're not being better as well. And so for me, I had to actually learn how to listen. And so my listening skills I would say they are continuing to improve mm-hmm. uh, as, as we move forward. And I'm always catching myself when I am do, not listening. Mm-hmm. And that way I always um, uh, start to practice to acknowledge things. And I would say the last one is acknowledgement. Acknowledgement is very, um, very important because if you did something that was not of your leadership value or leadership character, go back to that individual and, and say, hey, I realized that I did that. Even though that person might not even realize that you did that, it was out of your leadership character. And because I know what my leadership character stands for, I will go back to people and say, hey, I apologize because I said this and that's not within my character. Or I acted this way and that's not in my character. Or I had a bad day, so I act in this tune. And so 
I, I know that my leadership character is very um, full of acknowledging as well. That helps me to grow. Thank you so much for these powerful, profound no lessons. Mm -hmm. And we've all been inspired by you. Mm -hmm. I know you will continue to do great things. And most importantly, your cheerleaders, mm -hmm. your support team, uh, your team at work, mm -hmm. your team from back home, your team in your communities. We are not only cheering you on, we are going to now apply and reflect on all of what you've shared with us today. Yes. Take care. Thank you so much. Thank you.